imagine you're all alone. Nothing to help you. Nothing to mask you. There's nothing to hide behind. You and you alone will either make or break the moment. You will be the one who climbs to the highest mountain with the highest accolades if you succeed. Or if you fall, there'll be no one else to blame but you yourself. This is the atmosphere musicians go into in the solo sphere. Whenever musicians tend to do something by themselves, they can either make a profound statement or just noodle aimlessly. And that is our topic this episode in the Dr. Jazz Podcasts. We are going to be taking a look at jazz in the solo sphere, where jazz greats have went and created memorable solos by themselves. And while this arena is usually occupied by pianists, we are going to be taking a look at some pianists, but not all pianists. There'll be some pianists, some saxophonists, some percussionists, some guitar players, some vibraphonists, and many more. So step with me as we go into the solos, the solos, the solos, the solos, the solos.
Uh-huh. 
Thank you. 
that solo guitar was none other than the great Mark Rebo from his album Silent Movies. That was Bateau. That just recently came out last year, 2017. And before that, we heard the incomparable stylings of the piano by Thelonious Monk from his 1959 release, Thelonious Monk Alone in San Francisco. We heard the Monk composition, Ruby, my dear. And then we started off the set with a 2000 release from the great, the great Phil Woods. We heard medley number one that has a bunch of great themes in there and just opening up with that beautiful stardust and all that. Oh, Phil Woods' tone is like no other. He's just, he's got the best tone on the alto saxophone. It's so rich and full. And in fact, not a lot of people know this, but Phil Woods is actually the soloist on Billy Joel's original track, Just the Way You Are. There's a huge alto sax solo in the middle, and it's none other than Phil Woods because you cannot mistake that tone. It's just so beautiful. We're taking a look at jazz in the solo sphere this episode of the Dr. Jazz Podcast because these artists are so genuine, brave, original, and they should not be ignored. So I've made a collection of two episodes. I hope you check out the previous episode, Jazz in the Solo Sphere, Volume 1, right before this. All right, so we have uh, another set coming for you. This one starts out with solo saxophone as well. Um, See if you can figure out who it is. You're listening to the Dr. Jazz Podcast.
That beautiful haunting piano can be no one else. That's Bill Levins. The track is Here Is That Rainy Day from his solo album Alone on Verve. It was recorded in 1968 and released in 1970. Gorgeous music. For that, we heard The Freedom Rider, a solo percussion piece by Art Blakey from his album The Freedom Rider, which strangely enough was recorded in 1961, but not released until early 1964. Of course, that is a Blue Note classic, and it features one of the great lineups for all the rest of the tracks. Lee Morgan on trumpet, Wayne Shorter on tenor sax, Bobby Timmons on the piano, and Jimmy Merritt on the bass. And of course, the leader himself, Art Blakey, on the drums. And then we started off that set with the great John Zorn. With his Classic Guide to Strategy Volume 4 from the Zodic label, a 2016 release, that track was entitled The Wind Book 4. So, some great music right there. How can you jump from John Zorn to Art Blakey and Bill Evans? Well, we found out a way here at the Dr. Jazz Podcast. Got another great set coming for you. Stick around. Thank <laughs> you. 
John Francis Pastorius III, better known as Jocko Pastorius, probably the greatest electric bassist who ever lived. That was Portrait of Tracy, solo bass piece on Jocko's self-entitled 1976 album, Jocko Pastorius. Just beautiful, beautiful music. And in fact, that reminds me, if you haven't checked out checked out the um the documentary on Jocko it's really well done it, it's just entitled Jocko and it's got like this blue and purplish kind of cover you, you can't miss it it just came out a few years ago fantastic documentary just so heartfelt and very well done before that we heard the crave on solo piano by Jelly Roll Morton and that was recorded in 1939 about a year before his death less than a year before his death and then we started out that set with a lengthy but beautiful track by Lee Konitz saxophone master who just turned 90 uh, this past year. And he's still out there killing it. This was released in 1975. It's from an album of just solo saxophone called Lone Lee. Lonely by Lee Konitz. And we heard Cherokee. <laughs> Lee Konitz, uh, I've had the pleasure of meeting. And he, he said, I had no idea when I recorded subconsciously that I would spend the rest of my recording career being a living adverb so lonely you know subconsciously all these things all these different lees you know uh, so there you go he has a very salty sense of humor um, but just some great explorations on the saxophone with Lee Konitz always always Speaking of great saxophone explorations, we've got Bramford Marsalis next with St. Thomas. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. 
Brad Meldow, Solo Piano, Paranoid Android, covering Radiohead in 2000. OK Computer had only been three years old. And that comes from Brad Meldow's album Deregulating Jazz. Blackbird's another track on that album that's just fantastic. There's some Nick Drake tunes, totally worth checking out. It's so good. Before that, we heard a percussion solo from Famuru Don Moye. We heard Olo Solo from his 1975 release, Sun Percussion. Famuru Don Moye is part of the Art Ensemble of Chicago, and if you're not familiar with the members of the Art Ensemble of Chicago, every one of them is a giant in the avant-garde jazz realm. Lester Bowie on trumpet was in the Art Ensemble of Chicago. Um, Roscoe Mitchell and Joseph Jarman were both uh, reed players for the Art Ensemble of Chicago. And Malachi Favors Magostut was a fantastic bassist for the Art Ensemble of Chicago. And they made many, 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 many albums. They're all kind of different which is really cool. So, But Famuru Don Moye is a fantastic percussionist, and he had a solo album on the Art Ensemble of Chicago's record label, and that was a track from that album. And then we started off that set with a unaccompanied saxophone solo by Branford Marsalis. We heard... St. Thomas, the Sonny Rollins classic from his 1987 release, Renaissance. That's a great album by Branford. Tane Watts is on that album, Renaissance. It's, it's early Branford, 1987. Mm, mm, mm. Good stuff. So speaking of saxophones, and you know, this is be- that was before Branford became legendary. And speaking of legendary. We're going to listen to Coleman Hawkins next with one of the first unaccompanied solo tracks. This comes, for at least for saxophone, this comes from the classics, the chronological classics collection of Coleman Hawkins, 1947 and 1950. Here is Picasso. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. 
All right, that was the great Art Tatum solo piano from his 1953 recording of Caravan, the Juan Tizal and Duke Ellington classic. Before that, we heard the gorgeous stylings of a guitar great who left us not too long ago, the great John Abercrombie from his 1977 ECM release, Characters. The whole album is a fantastic album. And it's just John Abercrombie at its at, at, at his best. I mean, every song is just skillfully crafted, well thought out, just like he's telling a story. And then before that, we heard from the great Coleman Hawkins with his solo piece, Picasso. And you can find that on the Chronological Classics series, Coleman Hawkins, 1947 to 1950. Once again, if you're not sure what albums to get and you really love this music, don't fret. Just go to the Dr. Jazz website. That's Dr. Jazz Podcast, D-R-J-A-Z-Z-Podcast.wordpress.com. You can find us on SoundCloud and go to the little globe icon on the right-hand side of the screen. Click that. It'll take you right there. Please support these artists and their families in the States for this wonderful music they've created. All right. Looking up next, we have a beautiful, this is one of my all-time favorite bass solos. Here is Dave Holland with Under Redwoods. Thank you. 
the great stylist Max Roach on the drums with a drum solo he calls the drum also waltzes from his 1965 release Drums Unlimited before that we heard the giant himself Michael Brecker playing a solo rendition of John Coltrane's Naima. And you could find that in the 2002 release from Herbie Hancock, Michael Brecker, and Roy Hargrove, Directions in Music Live, in which they take on the music of Miles Davis and John Coltrane. And in great fashion, I might add. Before that, we started off the set with a fantastic bass solo by just one of the masters, Dave Holland, from his 1978 ECM release, Emerald Tears, we heard the track Under Redwoods, and the whole album is just bass solos. It's gorgeous. I think he played some Anthony Braxton tunes, uh, some of his own tunes like Under Redwoods that we just heard. Um, I think he plays a couple of standards like Solar. It's just a wonderful album. Highly recommend it. All right. Well, we've got two more for you. Um, and I try to make them both very special to end on a very deep note because this truly is the purest form of improvisational bravery that there is to go out with no teammates and just bear your soul to the world. I can't stress this enough. It's super, it's like superheroes of jazz music, of improvisational music. So, here is the one, the only, Keith Jarrett. And no, this doesn't come from the Cone concert, which is a fantastic solo thing. Um, that's just pure improvisation. No themes. He just went to a piano and just started improvising. That's balls. He, in this track, went to Japan. And he did a series of solo concerts just like the Cone concert where he just went and sat at a piano and just started improvising. And it's like a, a six-disc set. And it's called the Sun Bear Concerts. And... One of the, sh I mean, they're all lengthy, you know, much like the Cone concert. But there's a disc that's nothing but encores from different places that he played in Japan, Sapporo, Tokyo, and this is one of those encores. So Keith Jarrett, without any kind of preconceived melody, presents to you the encore from Tokyo from the Sun Bear concerts.
great Sonny Rollins from his 1957 album The Sound of Sonny that was It Could Happen to You 
Now, I take very few stances on things that are debatable, but I will say this. If you're listening to this podcast, you need to look up renaming the Williamsburg Bridge in New York, the Sonny Rollins Williamsburg Bridge. That is the bridge where Sonny used to go up every day and every night and just practice alone on that bridge. And that's probably what he sounded like. Just like what you just heard there with, it could happen to you. So, but they need petitions, they need names, they need signatures. So please go and help that cause because Sonny is one of the living legends in jazz music. Before that, we heard Keith Jarrett from the Sun Bear Concerts with the Tokyo Encore beautiful music and when you listen to that track you can definitely hear the correlations between him and Brad Meldow and where Brad Meldow says that he is not so much like Bill Evans but more like Keith Jarrett you definitely hear it all right so that concludes this episode of the Dr. Jazz podcast jazz in the solo sphere the bravest sphere of all And I thank you for listening. We do love you madly. Please be on the lookout for more podcasts. I'd love to hear any comments from you. And until next time, ashes to ashes, dust to dust. Y'all be good now. Because in jazz, we trust.